Welcome back. Doing a brand new episode. What is this? Episode 13, J Bands? Yes. God, 13 weeks strong, bro. That's been a minute. I almost lost count. I'm not gonna lie to you. Shit. It's crazy. You got any, any new NFL news for this weekly sports forecast? A lot of funny stuff to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had some fucking random facts and my arch, yeah. my arch ne- nemesis, my arch rival, one player, finally retired. Ooh, that's some bars. But, uh, yeah, finally retired, man. I'm happy. I'm happy he retired. Pat McFat? No, that boy retired a long time ago, bro. I barely saw some today. That boy's a WWE commentator. (laughs) The picture I saw of him, he had, like, just he's fully grayed out, like, his hair and his beard. I'm like, damn. That boy's a commentator on SmackDown now. It's crazy. And he has his own podcast. But now my arch nemesis, bro, the one guy in the NFL that I cannot stand, finally retired. I thought Drew Brees already retired. Who's your arch nemesis over here? Adam Vinatieri, (laughs) the kicker, retired with 2,911 total points. Four-time Super Bowl champ. Yeah. Three with New England, one with Indy. This guy came into the league September 1st, 1996. At that time, Brett Favre won his first MVP. Tom Brady was a freshman at Michigan. (laughs) Whoa. No more Baltimore Colts. It's now Baltimore Ravens. And this is the craziest fact right here. Dallas Cowboys were Super Bowl champions. Whoa. Long time. So that boy retired. I was, I was, uh, took a lot of stress off of my shoulders when I read that. I was like, that. that's when I became, that's why I became a Panther fan. We're about to win this first or uh, first Super Bowl, and this guy, game-winning field goal. So I always say that he basically got two Super Bowl rings by himself. I think <laughs> Hell yeah, it's pretty rare to say for the kicker. And then the third one, team effort. Fourth one, team effort. But then first two, they hurt me, hurt me a lot to my soul. So, happy retirement, Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> you had a great career and one memorable experience that I will never forget to this day. Y'all were in the Super Bowl when you started really liking it? Yeah, I watched that whole playoff run because I didn't really know that much about football. All, all I knew was that my dad had a, a cap collection and I would have – Cowboys, Packers, Redskins. Like, that boy just loved collecting caps. And then uh, Broncos. Like, so I'd be looking at all them caps. 
and uh, that's when NFL Game Day was out. I'm not sure if anybody remembers about the old school PS1 game, NFL Game Day. But it's when demos used to be like a hot thing. Got the demo, and it was, uh, I believe, Packers versus Broncos. So at my young age, I was a big Bronco fan, bro. Just looking at caps and playing them on uh, the PS1. I was like, this is a pretty nice team. I enjoy this team. And then start watching playoffs with uh, the fellas. And that's when I saw these Carolina Panthers just tearing it up. Steve Smith, Julius Peppers, Jake DeLone. And I just watched their whole thing and didn't know anything about the sport, really. Watched that Super Bowl halftime with uh, all the way up to halftime with the fellas. And then I went into my room and watched the other half of the end, the ending of the game. And first time I ever shed tears for an NFL team that I didn't even know. Just like, wow. damn, they had the game won. And then this guy, Adam Vinatieri, kicks a game-winning field goal. Just breaks their hearts, broke my heart, and after that, I never looked back. Just wow. been a Panther. I've been a Panther fan since shit. What is that like? Eighteen years. Oh, three to twenty-one. I think that's eighteen. Yeah, that's a long ass time. That's yeah. crazy. I that's, know that. that's how I became a Panther fan. Bro. Wow. And I, I don't know why. It. For some reason, I feel like that was the. The the Janet Jackson nip slip. For maybe. I think yeah. so. I'm not quite sure. Maybe a wild time. <laughs> it's almost like you had like all your caps and stuff. It's almost like you had like it's almost like you're choosing a Pokemon and then you're right. to catch a problem. And just open up a freaking closet and I'll be like, dang, this guy has a lot of hats and then I just be looking through them. And then the Broncos just stuck out to me. I was like Damn, this is dope. I like this. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was the Janet Jackson nip slip. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. That was a memorable experience. That's why I can never... <laughs> oh, look! Damn! Look at that nipple ring! <laughs> I wish my my story was that cool. <laughs> I just remember uh, going to at my grandma's house and like Broncos and Cowboys have always been around my in my face as a kid just because like, that's the main team of both my side of my family's life. But I was at a I was more around the Cowboys but we were watching the playoffs and I believe it was the Broncos versus the 49ers. And I watched it, and they pretty much kicked our ass. But oh, I think it was in, two, I want to say 2011, but I don't know why. I was just like, damn. I don't oh, know. I just really fell in love with the team. Dang. I was like, it's weird. I was just like, hey, I didn't cry or anything. But I was like, damn, dude, this team's dope. And then I started slowly watching them instead of the Cowboys on Sunday when we have our get-togethers. I'll just be watching that shit, like, in another room. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, bro. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't really know anything about football growing up. The only thing I really can, like, consider, like, remembering a lot of were the St. Louis Rams with Marshall Buck. Uh, yeah. I, I saw a picture the other day. It's all, like, what's the first uh, – two pictures, actually. It's all, what's the first player 
you think of when you see this picture and it was the St. Louis Rams logo. And then I was like, bro, I can never get my head out of a, a Marshall Falk. And then the other picture that you answer this one, it's a, what person do you think of when you see this logo? And that was the Seattle Seahawks. What do you think, Pop? Around what time was this? What year? Nah, it's just saying, like, by looking oh. at this logo, what's the first player that comes to your mind by looking at the Seattle Seahawks logo? Oh, uh, automatically, say in my mind, I just, player-wise, I just think of uh, Marshawn Lynch. For real? Matt, Matt Hasselbeck, yeah. Mainly Marshall Matt Lynch. Hasselbeck, yeah. The first player that comes to mind, I don't know, I guess because... I, I really enjoyed running backs. So the on the St. Louis Rams was Marshall Falk, legend. And when I see the Seahawks logo, first person that comes to my mind, uh, hopefully a lot of people remember him, Sean Alexander. Oh, shit. I remember Sean Alexander. Yeah. yeah. Recording in progress. What the hell? Say, <laughs> <laughs> man. Said I forgot to record this pod. It's the video. I forget. <laughs> this should have been cracking up like the other podcast. He said, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought that was cracking up about the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. But damn, dude, that's a name drop. Two right. name drops. He used to be big, bro. Like, huge running back. And I'm not yeah. just talking about physique. That boy used to be on uh, motherfucking Nickelodeon. <laughs> be like, what do you eat before a game? He's like, before a game, I don't really eat anything heavy. But the day before, I love to eat me some pasta where I can have that energy the next day. I'd be like, damn, this guy changing up the whole game. Yeah, I never really thought about it like that. Speaking of running backs, that man got a four-year rookie contract worth $13.1 Man, worth some bands, Jay Benz. What you think? Najee Harris? Yeah, he already knew, so that boy is worth some bands. He's got the bands. Yeah. Got the bands. You think he's going to be... Man, I, it's time like this I really want. I wish I watched college, but I don't know. I've, I've just heard my person he's just saying he, he could be an all-down back. They're just talking about, it's mm-hmm. nice to have a, a running back who could tote the rocks 30 to 40 times a game if we needed to. Too. Isn't if that what did. James Conner was doing? But then he got like a lot of injuries. He just get like yeah. I remember like different minutes. I seem like around like high twenties. I thought he was like one of the top backs. Him and uh, what's that boy from New York? Saquon um, Barkley. Yeah, I thought they were like the cream of the crop type. Yeah, shit. No, he, yeah. He got after he got injured. He just got he kept getting slowly injured again. And now over there with uh, Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think he's still good. It's just, you know, it's hard to be good when you're off the field. Speaking of being off the field and being good, that man, shit, saw a lot of interviews. Today's a big day. We usually record on Sundays, but we're coming back at you again on this Thursday, May 27th. We had to do it for for that man, Hector Montoya Jr., the old 27 for the Kermie Yellow Jackets. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. 
one of the main reasons is that today was the debut of Panthers Confidential. So if y'all like behind the scenes, if y'all like football, I really recommend this show on YouTube. 30-minute video. I'm guessing they're going to have a few more episodes. But game or game one, (laughs) day one was about the whole draft process how it happened had it up to like three weeks behind and current so it got us you really got to see the reactions from everyone talking about jc horn's reaction seeing like him matt rule uh scott fetter like they already knew who was gonna get drafted by what team like they're like three weeks before just drawing on the Freaking, uh, what the hell's it called? Dry erase board. Yeah, the whiteboard. And, dude, Matt Rule on the money. So this is going to happen here. This is going to happen here. And he even got it to number seven. Yeah, Lions are going to get Penesul. So who do y'all think we're going to get? And then it had J.C. Horn's reaction. The Lions are going to get Penesul. Uh, I guess the Panthers ain't going to call me. They haven't called me yet. I'm guessing they're going to get a... uh, Michael Parsons. I'm guessing they're going to get Michael Parsons because they haven't called me yet. And I don't know where he gets the call. And yes, sir. And I'm like, oh, this is too freaking behind the scenes, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was blowing my mind. Had them, Sam Darnold getting over to the team. And it had uh, my boy Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. And just like, oh, I don't know, dude, it's it's a really good, it had all the picks, basically, also getting picked up, the little phone calls with them. I don't know, I'm an emotional man, so that shit was just getting me, like, not tears, but it was like, dang, like, like, not even that high, but like, like, um, like, heartfelt, you know what I mean? Like, you get to see these youngins been like thriving to be an NFL superstar and then their day comes and like just so grateful for that you know what I mean so it's just like heartwarming it's like that this is a good so if y'all really like behind the scenes and if y'all really like NFL and hopefully y'all becoming some Panther fans out there like I did uh, I really recommend looking at this show brought to you by Coca-Cola on YouTube just cool. type yeah. in Panthers Confidential that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and hopefully you get to see them grow. Some of them develop out there. Y'all get them on some big contract. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Remember this time and be like, damn, I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the real deals out there, Vaughn Miller says Patrick Sertain is the real deal. What you think about that, Jay Vance? Like he's said, hyped over there? Hell yeah. I've been watching some Bronco like the interviews because you know they have like different like on the pot like they have the bon- bronco podcast like bronco b all this other different kinds that like cover them and they stay around them you know like interview the players sometimes because here he's a specimen and then like basically he's gonna be better than his dad mm. like it, it, on a pro level and i, was, I don't know oh, i was about to they're, say they're, his dad played the same position uh, I believe he's a wide receiver. Yeah, once you said the pro level. No, it's, like, oh. Yeah, this is some cool 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just high, man. They're saying he, he he's he's looking like a like a pro bowler already. So I, I don't know. Just gets really? me, yeah, it gets me high. They just say he's he's a big dude and he's really he's fast. He's, he's real technical. They just say he's he's so smart and he's like a humble dude at the same time. So it's like I don't know. It's just he's doing a lot for the locker room already, showing up, being a leader for his rookies. Get interviews like so you you feel like you had to come to the rookie meeting camp with him. He's like, yeah, I'm a first pick, but I I haven't deserved that yet. And then you know, just talking about how he has notes to the grindstone, learning from a. It looks like he might be taking notes on some Chan Bailey, which is awesome. Yeah, so I don't know. There's just a lot. Very hyped about this young man. Me too. I'm hyped for JC, and I'm hyped for our veteran, AJ Bouye. Got a little good praise yep. from uh, Matt Rule. Saw a lot of interviews this week, and Matt Rule was just blown by AJ Bouye's veteran status and the uh, the way he wants to learn, like everything about like the play calls, everything just out there one percent a day getting better, and that's what he likes to see from his players. Okay, so that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty cool. I like I that. Yeah. I wanted him to do better, obviously, when he was the Broncos, but that's the thing. Uh, I just feel like he, he, was, he was good, and I was like, I, I just know he's better than this. Ooh, and yeah. I, I seen this, uh, that video I seen, with the, that was the smoothest interception, because, you know, I'll be just scrolling all these football Instagrams and shit, and I'll just be like, and if I see something like this cool, you know, usually I'll just post it up real quick, but... Uh, that was the only one I've seen, the smoothest interception I've seen, and it was smooth on the JC, that's your uh, boy guy. Uh, I, like, I bring it red on, uh, I read about that little pick from, I guess, some spectators out there, and they were just saying his footwork and the way he, like, uh, like determined about it was so smooth that you cannot see his pads shift any direction. Like his pads were just straight, like solid. So it was just like a, like one swift motion basically. So I was like, damn. Water. Yeah, basically. I'm like, I don't know. I'm really hyped for. I'm telling you, I've never really felt a way to buy a dude's jersey off the back besides Luke Kuechly. Uh, I debated on Steve Smith, but right when we got J.C. Horn and I heard about him, especially with the Panther Confidential, they talk about him like. Did this guy ever miss practice? Was he like a like an everyday dude, like stuff like that? And boy, boy really loves football, man. So like it just got me like I'm gonna buy his jersey off the bat. I got to. Just uh, oh yeah, hopefully, man. It's, it's so interesting. We went back back on drafts, and we got mm. the same. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. So then yeah, I got the running back. I wanted, but then the Panthers already knew what who they wanted. And that's a lot. The big reason, uh, where you see on that show on YouTube, uh, about Scott Federer's, our GM's new like his way of thinking with picks. Like he ain't gonna go that far back, but he's open minded to go back some picks just because he already knew the players he wanted, and he knew like, oh, these guys, they're not gonna get them, so. Let's get let's get some more picks and let's still get our boy. And Chuba, oh, yeah. Chuba Hubbard was one of them. Tommy Tremble was one of them. Uh, Brady Christensen, our offensive tackle, was one of them. Let's get a third round pick 
with a second round guard. That shit blew my mind. I was like, damn, this boy's supposed to be in the second round, always getting them, but they're going to get them in the third round. They already knew this stuff. Like, crazy when you just see the way they think, man, the, the top people. Yeah, no, that's how you, that's the way you want to approach the draft. Sounds like you had a good one. You see all that stuff about uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey getting pissed? Mm-mm. If you look, uh, I'm pretty sure if you look up on Wikipedia, I haven't done it myself, but just oh. if you look up on Wikipedia, he's the son of, uh, <laughs> I was like, I think, something more. Maybe. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, this had me cracking up, and Jalen Ramsey was all pissed. He's, he's facing some pretty good receivers this week, this season, though. I'm going to name off these receivers and tell me if you think Jalen's going to lose to one of them. Uh, it's going to be like, hard for me because, uh, oh, okay. like, I don't know, on that on the whole switch that happened with Jalen Ramsey and, uh, man, my boy that just went to the Ravens, they switched for him. What's his name? What's the Ravens cornerback? I see he's Marshawn Lynch's cousin. Oh, damn. Damn. I don't know. Uh-huh. Let's see. But, yeah, go ahead. All right. So I'll, just, I'll just name these receivers and tell me like, if you're like. Anyway, so he's going against Mike Evans, week three, uh, Hopkins, week four and 14, DK Metcalf, five and 15, Antonio Brown, week nine. Devontae Adams, 12, and uh, I don't know, I guess somebody's put him on here because he's Jefferson, Jeffrey, what's his name, some Jefferson on the oh, Vikings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rookie last year, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that's, that's the top wide receiver he's going against, and they're saying he's basically going to shut them all down. Ooh, I don't know about that. It sounds like he's going to get sunned out there. He's going to get sunned by a lot of people. <laughs> first three, yeah. first four games sound like he's going to get sunned already. Shit, Mike Evans, man that's got 1,000 yards in the past seven seasons. Then you got DeAndre. That guy is just a beast. That boy's hands is like glue. I don't know, man. Sounds like he's going to have a tough schedule. According to that dude, uh, Peter, what's his name? Peter Schroger or something, the NFL analyst guy. He said he, he thinks the Rams could go to the Super Bowl this year with their defense and their offense combined. Really? Yeah, this is one of his uh, predictions. It wasn't necessarily a dark horse. But I thought you were going to say Marcus Peters. No, it's because I was looking at my notes and then I, I read that. I read uh, that. I got Brandon Jacobs. You know about that guy? Remember running back, yeah, so he's thinking about if he's, he starts kind of going off about Tim Tebow a little bit. Like, if Tim Tebow can come back and play after not playing all that, I can play. And he's 38 right now, but he wants to come back as a, I guess, the New York Giants running back, second string. Oh, really? Hasn't played since 2013. Golly. That's yeah. one year more than uh, Tim Tebow. Saw that picture you put of Tim Tebow. That boy didn't really know. Look like he knows how to catch a ball, bro. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's why they have an over and under. <laughs> yeah. If anything, so he's definitely still fit. You see that guy's picks? He's he's pretty buff. He's always has been though, hasn't he? 
don't know. I um, think on that, that uh, that's what I was um, going to be talking about was the Jalen Ramsey trade with Marcus Peters. That's the cornerback for the Ravens right now is Marshawn Lynch's cousin. I oh. personally thought Marcus Peters is better than Jalen Ramsey. A lot of people are going to disagree with me on that. Yeah. But that's just my take. If you looked at the stats, it would probably be Jalen Ramsey, wouldn't it be? Or are you just saying just a deal? I don't know. I just thought when they did that deal, Yeah. I think what Jalen Ramsey was on the Jaguars and Marcus Peters was in St. Louis, I believe. And they did that trade or whatever. The Ravens ended up getting Marcus Peters. Rams got Jalen Ramsey. And I forgot who went to the Jags. But I just thought the Ravens won that that deal. That whole deal was won by the Ravens. I thought Marcus Peters would have a better season in Baltimore than Jalen would have in St. Louis. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I guess we'll see, man. He's, he's definitely, they're both definitely good, but I don't know. I guess that's probably one of the positions I'm going to be looking at more this year. Just because, like, I know a lot of offensive players, but then when it comes to some defensive players, I'm like, I don't know. So I think I'm going to pay attention. I feel like it's just their tracks, their stats are harder to track. Mm-hmm. It can be. I think it's all about overall success of who gets the Super Bowl first type shit. And that's yeah. a good little, like, not controversy, but that's a good little competition or who's going to get Super Bowl first to the Rams or the Ravens. Yeah, they're both set up. I seen a... I, I know you saw some stuff about Julio Jones, right? Because uh-huh. he's one of the Rams are on one of the teams. <laughs> Julio Jones wants to win. Dallas ain't for me. So you talk about Shannon Sharp. I ain't trying to go Dallas. I'm trying to win. I heard the Ravens are kind of pissed at him. The who? Uh, I said the Ravens, the Falcons, just because they, even if they expect they don't they just, care. Huh? I heard well, they don't care. The thing I saw, I just said it, it kind of hurt their nego- their weight at the negotiation table, just because oh, really? teams now know that he just he's like willing to just get the fuck out of there. They can't be I like. I saw that oh. he was willing to get out of there for a few months now, and like he let them know about it. It's what I read at least. Like I want to say three months ago. Like where he got fed up, where he's like, I don't really want to be here no more, and they got like to a little understanding, like, all right, well you can leave type shit. And Shannon Sharp had a, I watched that little whole little clip. It was pretty long, like 16, 15 minutes. And uh, yeah, they're just going at it, him and Skip. And he's like, you know what? I'll call him right now. I got his number. I'll call him. <laughs> we'll call him. And Skip getting there all wet. This shit was making me laugh, bro. He's done. He's out of there. He said it. He said it. So, with that said, he wants to win. Atlanta looks like they're probably not going to keep him. Who do you think he's going to land at? All right. So let me name some teams I think that can definitely use him and like the that may really go for him, and then I'll answer. How about that? Damn, hopefully you don't say the team that I want him to land at. <clears throat> Maybe. Let's check it out. So, team one, the Colts. Ooh, that'd be Philip Rivers, right? Or is that Carson yeah. Wentz? Carson Wentz. Now, Philip Rivers is a high school football coach now. Oh, shit. Yeah, living his dream. 
Yeah, Carson Wentz. So a little statistic about them. Their number one receiver hasn't had over 60% of the catches. In, Who is the number one receiver? The only one that I can think of is T.Y. Hilton. That's that's him. I thought he was like number two, number three now. No, he's kind of got injured in that guy. Paxel. I forgot his first name. Paxel. Something's kind of number one. But he, was, he should have been number one. But for some reason, he didn't put Rivers did not have like very little chemistry. During the first half of the season last year. I bet, bro. That boy was like top dogs with uh, Andrew Andrew Luck. That boy was oh, devastated yeah. when he retired, bro. Like, he was he devastated. Was. And then you saw it that next season. I Well, I did, at least. I, was yeah, like, I thought he, he was better than this. There's some disappointed people who drafted him on Facebook. You tell like, me. <laughs> I would get him for a few uh, DraftKings, thinking he's going to have a breakout game, and I never really saw a breakout game. Yeah, I picked him a few times. Yeah, so so Colts, the Rams. That'd be a nice little God, that'd be too much weapons, bro. We have Cooper Cup, Robin Woods, Wood, not Robert Robin, Woods. Robert Woods. Uh, I feel like they have another dude out there, too. They had that dude, uh, Reynolds, but he got traded. So now it's, it's mainly Cooper Cup and the slot and, like, Woods. Uh, I think that they got a rookie. They got – I forgot who they got. But they, yeah, they got a rookie. Uh, but the connection with that is – I think his name is Raheem Morris. He was his wide receiver coach back in Atlanta in uh, Julio's prime. And now he's the Rams' defensive coordinator. So – Maybe, you know, maybe there's a connection there, but yeah, so Colts, Rams, the Patriots, I think you saw that. Just, uh, really though. And it had me off, like, offset with that shit, because he said he wants to go somewhere to win. And, like, well, he did say he wanted to go play with uh, Cam Newton, didn't he? That, that was that's weird, team. though. I, saw, I read that, too. That's weird. That boy got 32nd in the league of NFL's uh, quarterbacks this year. That is weird of saying that you want to win. But maybe he's talking about more about Belichick and his winning ways. Probably. And all his routine. I hope so, Patriots. at least, because that made no sense. When I read the Patriots and he wants to win, I was like, what? Didn't they, like, not win their division for, like, the first time in, like, 20 years? What they do you took mean? A Antonio Brown last time, so maybe they'll, you know, who knows? I don't even know how much cap space. That's the thing with the Rams. They have no cap space and very little draft picks, but that's kind of the way they roll anyway. So we'll see. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so besides that, the Ravens. That would be a nice pickup, actually. They can use yeah, him, literally. Yeah. Lamar to Julio, that's just – that sounds they deadly, bro. Hollywood the only Rams. thing that's lacking there would be their run game. Well, to me, at least. I think their running backs are good, but I don't see an elite running back compared to the teams that you just mentioned besides New England. Yeah, that's true. But you also think, though, they kind of are a run-heavy team. Like, you know, he obviously, like, he didn't have a great passing day, a passing season last season. So, like, most teams, like, to beat the Ravens last uh, last season anyway, like, what you have to do? Stack the box. And then you stop the run game, and you basically beat their offense. Mm-hmm. So I think like that hurt a lot of the running backs too, because they're like, oh, let's, let's you know, let's bring an extra man, let's just stack this stack the line here, because we're really gonna be running with the running back, 
or Lamar Jackson's going to run it. And then, so I don't know. But I might be wrong on that. And then a kind of a dark horse team that I thought could pick him up if they could develop the cap space and whatnot. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Did you see that the Green Bay Packers, the whole crew was out of their uh, team activities? No. The whole what? crew. So, so Rodgers out, didn't go. Um, what's the number one receiver name? Can't think Devontae of. Adams? Yeah, Devontae Adams wasn't there. Scantling wasn't there. Uh, Devin Funches, name drop, wasn't there. And their other receiver, uh, the one that got hurt, Lazard? Lazard? Yeah. yeah he wasn't yeah. there either. Whoa. So uh, Jordan Love had a do the little team activity, little practice with uh, makeshift wide receivers. Because <laughs> all the whole crew was not there, bro. <laughs> Sounds oh. pretty crazy to me. Everybody just living it up in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. There's the round strike, huh? Basically, I guess for that first couple of days at least. Damn. That's, that says a lot about your organization, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably doing that for Aaron Rodgers, I imagine. You wouldn't like, doubt it. May as well be in there and support you. Hell yeah, I ain't gonna go catch Jordan Love's ball. Shit, he ain't even gonna be there this season. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, then we got to, to answer your question. I feel like. I'll say the, I want to say the Rams because I'd be crazy to see. But honestly, I feel like he could really. It made the most sense for the Colts to get him, but I think overall, sense-wise and as they should-wise, I think the Ravens. Mm. Mine's going to catch you off guard then. So, imagine this duo. Julio Jones with Mr. I want five Super Bowl rings. I want the Hall of Fame. I want the glory. I believe I'm a champion. So, Mr. Julio Jones plus Stefan Diggs at the Bills. Not think of that. Imagine that fucking duo with that quarterback. Oh my gosh. Yo, that'd be insane. That'd be very insane. That would be a nice place for. If he wants to win, then they just won the division, right? Or am I tripping? The Bills? They yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Imagine that. Them. God dang. Two best wide receivers in the league. That would be insane. Yeah. They would. Uh, yeah, that would be a high-power offense. Very. Golly. That shit had me, like, wonder. Once I read he wants to win. Because I honestly, since the last episode, I thought he would actually be a nice fit in Dallas. I thought that would give a good, like, spread for the wide receiver game. Nice spread for Dak, because I honestly feel like Dak can't really throw them bombs. But having Julio on your side, I mean, if you throw a bomb that's in this facility area, that boy's going to go up and get it by any means. So I was like, that would be a nice pickup for Dallas. But then I heard, nah, nah, I already know about that. I ain't going over there. I was like, what? I was like, where there goes my pick? So I started thinking. I was like, Panthers are already out of it. I doubt him going to Carolina because they're a rival. 
But you never know. I was like, we already got too much wide receivers anyways. We got the new number two, DJ Moore, who I said was going to add a lot of pip to his step with that jersey change. And he's been saying that's his peewee number, and that number means a lot to him. So I already knew, like, he's going to be a different animal with that number two jersey. We got Robbie. We got Shy Smith. We got Terrace Marshall. And then uh, Micah Simone. So I was like, I don't really see. I'm pretty sure we got the cash, but I don't really see them actually going for him. I was like, where can he go? And then I saw those pictures that you were saying with the Rams, the Ravens, Patriots. Like, which out of this jersey do you really want to see Julio in? And then I start start going down and see that an MVP candidate this year is Josh Allen. Then I see the Mr. I want five Super Bowl rings, Hall of Fame. I want the glory. I believe I'm a champion, Stephon Diggs. And I was like, damn, I can see him going to the Bills. Or, because this shit would be nice, Titans. Yeah. Brown really wants Moser. Brown really wants Moser. Derrick Henry. Golly. That That play action would be super mean, dude. God dang. Yeah, that'd be almost cheating, dude. Hell yeah. You Uh, gotta stack the box against Henry. That's what I'm saying, man. That's play action. Get him at the legs. Get him at the legs. There's a lot of man on man out there, dude. (laughs) Brown's badass as it is. So I was just like, golly. And yeah, then, that'd be nasty. And then this one, just to trip people out, because y'all can use them. Denver Broncos. Oof. Damn, I thought about it. Yeah? I, I thought about it, but no. Nah, we're in the same boat you guys are. We have too many receivers. Really? Yeah, we got Corlin Sutton coming back. They said he's gonna. This is gonna be his best year yet because he's gonna have like a strong rebound year. They're just saying like his mentality. Like we you know when you get hurt like that and you still you're like, out you know, of the game, you're just yeah. looking from the outside in. Yeah, they just say you you it rather makes or breaks you in your career. They're saying he's just like he's pretty flexible in his like mentality. Like I watched the interview today. He said. They're just saying like, oh yeah. The thing about him is he's never once complained. They never stop working. The next, the next day after surgery, he's just back up in the gym, like working out his upper body, working out his other leg. Mm-hmm. They're just like kind of like doing what he could with his other. Like they're just like, yeah. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be dangerous. And even him, he's just like, well, I'm just I'm just so happy and ready to get out here and play football. I like honestly, my mind's not nowhere else. I'm just so happy to be out here with my boys practicing like some players were like ah, you know some some players were in hawaii during this practice these little otas mm-hmm. some players were like all right back to work you know back, back at the grind yeah. some players were just bro, still he out was, there just chilling he was ready in all forms yeah so yeah. like i'm really happy but anyway off the bridge got him uh jared judy we got kj oh, him yeah and we got uh, Tim Patrick, which was a star last year. Alberto Wakunam is going to be – they say he's going to be a good tight end next year. Then Noah Fett. That's oh, just yeah, like, yeah, I got rid of y'all's uh, tight end as well, huh? Uh, from Bengali? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went to – who did he go for? 
He went to the Patriots. Is it the Patriots? I'm not quite sure. I just saw it earlier. I didn't screenshot it or anything, but I was like, I'm pretty sure Jay Bams put that in his, in his notes. Huh. Yeah, missed it, but yeah, yeah, first, yeah, he, he, he got traded to Warner Dude. I want to say it's the Patriots, bro. Ooh. Damn, what the fuck they getting so much tight ends for? Just in case one's dead, but you know how. Shit, they already got fucking that dude from Chargers mm-hmm. and motherfucking. Uh, did get the dude that was off the Titans. Smith and Henry? Johnny Smith, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I want to say, yeah, he was, he was alright. He pretty liked him. And that was something, yeah, this has been with uh, another one for Julio, I was going to say. Another team I saw that liked him a lot, or who could have potential pick him up, is the Cardinals. You've seen, uh, it looked like. God, nah, fuck that. Uh, Look like it looked look like be too deadly if it's it'll definitely go to the Super Bowl, bro. It'll be too much additions. James Conner, then you got DeAndre. Ain't that where AJ Green went? Or am I tripping? Yeah. AJ Green, then you got that fucking five eight wide receiver that fucking squats six hundred pounds and shit. What uh-huh. the fuck? Then add Julio to that? Nah, dude, that wouldn't be fair, bro. That'd be too <laughs> too much of a power offense, dog. Oh. Oh yeah. So you know what I, I was thinking because when, when I saw this, I was like, "Yo, I forgot this guy played football for a minute." Even <laughs> though he scored a lot of TDs last year. You know where Todd Gurley's might go? Oh yeah, that's who I was thinking of. He's gonna go back and uh, fucking Detroit. Yeah, I got go back with uh, what's his name? Jared, right? Jared Goff. Yeah, I, I, I like Todd when he was with the Rams. I was like, I leave this guy's He was a beast. Until he got hurt, but he was still a beast. <laughs> Jared got hurt, and now it's like Lions are the retirement home. Yeah. And then I saw that he would be with the fellow, I think, Georgia native running back, DeAndre Swift. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Swift's not bad. That'd be interesting. They both went to the same college. Be Don't back you? with Jared Goff, and he'll be uh, linking up with uh, like an old coach or something like that. This, I might be good for him. Yeah, because Mike, Mike Davis is going to eat up those reps. Mike Davis? If oh, that stayed. boy, I don't know if you – I think last time I checked, he was off the depth chart. I think he's just a free agent. Oh, really? So he's off off. Okay. Yeah. Don't really. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much only guy when they're by the red zone, it seemed like, huh? Yeah, basically, that's all he got was nothing but uh, red zone TDs. While the other dude, I think Edo Smith, would be fucking carrying that ball. Mm-hmm. Did you know what tripped me out? Because you know how, uh, this is like kind of a random thing, but you know how Lamar Jackson is like known for running and you just think he's fast as hell? So he ran. He got clocked at his highest speed, twenty twenty point fifty two miles per hour. Check it out. Wait, what? Yeah, twenty point fifty two miles per hour. Oh, I thought you said he got clocked at fifty two miles per hour. Like hell no, his oh, fucking God, ankles would fall off. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's all day. Yeah, now twenty point fifty two miles per hour. 
So then at this quarterback at 21.23 miles per hour, Mr. Daniel Jones. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, boy, that boy's fucking running for his life and shit, dog. I don't want to fumble. I don't want to fumble. I see Daniel Jones. I just don't see, like, he's obviously athletic, but I just don't see, you know, something like that. It's all, it's all about the build, bro. The, the, the way the body's built, like, on different players, like, like, I saw today, for instance, like, say, I think short girl, like, 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, um, running 18 miles per hour. Look like yeah. she's chopping, bro, like, sprinting. And then it clocked the uh, 6'4", like, 295 dude, 18 yeah. miles per hour, and, like, chopping, but you see, like, the difference on the build, you know what I mean? The chick's just like, yeah, she's like, like <laughs> well, the dude's just like, <laughs> you know, like, just yeah. like different type of shit, bro. Like, you just like look at it, and you're like, damn, that boy's going 18 miles per hour right now. That's a big boy, too. Fuck, 295, 6'4. Like a lineman kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty interesting, bro. Fucking Daniel Jones running for his life and shit. Yeah, running, I, I run New York. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! That's just funny. Damn. Oh, yeah. To uh, to all my Broncos friends out there, see some people freak out again. I don't know, Broncos fans. Sometimes they just, some some of them foul. depending on the one, huh? Foul people. Just uh, annoying. You tell me, bro. You should see me with the Panthers on. I'm just like, just like Negative talking about. Vibes. Yeah, just bitching for no reasons. Uh huh. Just like, come on, dude. And then there's just, I just see some people uh, like, oh, Don Reisner's out. There goes the fucking O-line. Like, bro, Don Reisner, he got a COVID shot, okay? One week later, he caught COVID. So he will not be attending OTAs, and uh, that's why. There's people talking about, like, oh, don't even he's look. Out. He's out for the season. Don't look, yeah, don't even look into it. Just like, oh, he's not in OTAs. There he fucking goes. Like, shit. Right now we got a lot of people not in OTAs out of our camp, and that's just because some have like not family emergencies, but some people are just chilling with their family still. Some people are still vacationing, so everybody like like they're voluntary. But so far we got few of the squad back, minus Robbie Anderson. Robbie's out there living life. I I respect the man, so <laughs> do your thing, boy. Shit, fucking take two weeks off. Fuck it. But uh, I saw DJ Moore out there and how you were saying about uh, Portland Sutton's mindset right now is exactly, exactly how the future MVP of this season, CMC, is exactly how he is out there happy to be with the fellas playing some football. And just from sitting out one season, this is the first time in his whole career since like a kid to right now that he had to miss games due to injuries type shit. So and seeing it from the outside in, he's like fired up, bro. So I'm like, I'm super happy, bro. Super happy. That's, that's a scary dude to have fired up. Mm-hmm. I could see, yeah, MVP season, I could see that. I've been seeing it a lot with. If you had the number one fantasy pick, what running back are you taking? There's a reason why CMC has been the first page of those running backs. Easy. 
that boy going to be healthy. He already took Sam Darnold with open arms. They out there worked out a little bit in, I think, L.A. or some shit. Before the OTAs, before mini camps and shit. It's going to be a great, great season for these Carolina Panthers. Off a sad note, David Foster, our photographer for years for the Carolina passed away today. So rest in peace to David Foster. R.I.P. Yeah, I always had badass photos for the Panthers. And that's sad that that boy passed away. And on a high note, this guy, most in the NFL this past season, seven contested catches on 20-plus yards. So that boy was covered like a mofo. Still caught it seven times. Trip coverage. I don't give a fuck. DJ Moore, number 12. How much more will he have this year as number two? Let's double it. 14. <laughs> 14? Contested catches on 20-plus yards. Let's get it. I know you can do it. I believe in number two. I'm going to have to buy a beer if you hit it. He hit seven. Or... <laughs> 14? God. Like, He's yeah. double covered right now. He just got it. 60-yard touchdown. Oh, be like, there it is. Number one. Let's go. Tons of reasons to be excited. Dude, there's a lot of reasons to be excited. One of them being 17 games this year. I've been saying it over and over and over and over again, but I'm still hyped for this season. Yeah, yeah. You know how uh, you know how we're talking about people being excited to like interact again and like how the defense can help your offense out. A good offense can help the defense out in practice. Uh-huh. But I'll be loving seeing True Luck. Oh. Uh, well, actually, that that's a 50-50 QB battle. I think I said it last one, but it's official to split the rim. I've been so. seeing too much good Juju vibes with Mr. Drew Lock. Saying yep. help from Peyton Manning, and this guy just like overtook the offseason, and he's just been putting in yep. super work. Dude, like, yeah, he literally cool. adopted Peyton Manning's hiking stance. Really? Yeah, he changed his like stance. He looks. Oh like... shit! My bad. I was thinking like hiking, like <laughs> like going out in the mountains. I was like, really? I didn't even know Peyton Manning hiked. Shit, that's crazy. <laughs> no, but like whenever he hikes the ball, <laughs> he looks like from the side. It looks like Peyton Manning. And just like working on uh, pre reads, that was the main thing. Footwork and pre reads. He said he's uh he's, he bought he used to live in Kansas City. He lives in Denver now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he's basically lived in his basement this off season, especially since COVID. He said he he'd wake up, go out, like do like kind of work out, warm up, Damn, watch watch tape, beast. watch tape in his basement for a couple hours. That's gonna be went, a fucking went, beast. Went to the facility. Worked out and worked, like, did some routes. Physically worked out like in the gym, in the Broncos facility gym. And went back out on the field, played, went back to his place, ate, and went back to watching tape for another couple hours, go to sleep and restart. He said, that's basically all I did. Because uh, he, he was saying all that when he was getting interviewed. They're like, so what do you think about all this Aaron Rodgers uh, controversy? And he was like, honestly – uh, uh, I knew about it just because obviously you know, you're gonna know. Just such a kind of a big deal. 
He's like, but I, I did not. I didn't read any article. I didn't listen to any, anybody. I didn't. That boy's take work any, mode already. He's hard. Like, yeah. Even got a haircut. All crazy. He looks all older. But yeah, he's like, honestly, I was. Just, I'm focused in on work right now, and that's literally the only thing that matters to me. And I was just like, that's hey, what you want. Right when you said basement, I was like, golly. Just sleeping in there, and you're just like, I gotta get the <laughs> fuck out of here already, bro. I need to go work, shit. Go get better, fuck this place, and get depressed in this bitch. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Then he just goes, works out, does footwork, does some reps, playbook, eat, playbook, work, sleep. Fuck, dude, that's a beast. Sounds like some CMC mentality, dog. Yeah, about time, but that's the thing. About time. I think it, I think it happened at, at the perfect time. I think he needed all this. And then they said, what about, uh, what's your concerns about Teddy Bridgewater? And he's like, concerns. He's like, I've been needing competition. I've been needing consistency. I've never had a consistent, like, he didn't say this part, but he's never had a consistent coach. Not, not in two consecutive years since high school, he's never had the same coach two years in a row. Damn. And like, so he's getting like real consistency, and like he's put up those numbers back in the day, and he's never had that. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really pumped. But yeah, um, man, uh, where I was going with that originally mm-hmm. was yeah, number ten and number two, they went to Alabama together, Jerry Judy and uh, Patrick Sertan oh. in practice. They would guard each other and try oh, to move up to each other. So Jerry might have a little breakout season, eh? Maybe he's saying he is anyway. Eight hundred yards, maybe nine hundred. He's he's thinking. He said last season was disgrace. He had <laughs> high high hundreds. He's like it's very very dis uh, <laughs> disencouraging. He's like I, I'm just so much better than this. So. I can see it too. He looks like he'd be way better than that. For some reason, I thought you're gonna be saying about this guy, smart ass man. High IQ, no trouble hopping on a new team because he's been through it over and 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 over again. It's over the bridge. Nine times, bro. Communication is key. This guy started for the Rams, the Bengals, the Bills. The Titans, the Texans, the Jets, the Bucks, and now he is with the Washington football team. God. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I guess that's what that high IQ being, I think he went where? Harvard? I think that's the college yeah. he went to? That yeah, genius a- IQ, I guess, doesn't give a fuck where the fuck he's at. I'm going to come in, learn this shit in a few days. I'm going to communicate with my wide receivers with the O-line, and I'm going to just go for a cruise, nice little season. Yeah, dude. I could see him just breaking out all crazy just because he simply stopped giving a foot. I can see Sam Darnold breaking out. Like I've been seeing a lot of bad press on him, saying he's like a mediocre to average quarterback. But then mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, well, it could have been then – is the Sam Darnold is going to be here now. And I'm just like, with all the weapons that he got, I said in one episode, Dark Horse contender for MVP candidate. So if y'all want to do 
not no more than fifty dollars. I say, I say thirty dollars because their their odds are gonna be pretty high. Maybe I would say put fifteen dollars on Sam Darnold and put fifteen dollars on CMC for MVP of the year. And if Panthers have a season as of what I'm thinking. Those are going to be MVP MVP candidates right there. I can't yeah. wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Hey, it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting season. Who's your who's your starting off with? I know you don't get, really care about preseason games, but sometimes that can I feel like that can have like a little momentum for your team. Do you know who you are playing on oh, the preseason? Yeah. Just to kind of like where you can I think the same teams that we always play every year. I think it's like the Colts, the Ravens, and the Steelers. But let me double check just to make sure. But I know for a fact we play the Ravens every preseason or every year for preseason. I want to say it is the Colts. Might not be. And I think Pittsburgh's always there. They give us Minnesota game one, Seahawks and the Rams. Oh, this is uh, weird. Wonder why. Oh, go wait. Ahead. Wait, wait, wait. That was last year's. <laughs> so we got the Ravens, the Steelers. That's all I'm seeing. There's only two games? Shouldn't be, right? There's three. Should be three. Huh. Yeah, there it is, the Colts. So Colts, the Ravens, and the Steelers, exactly. Exactly how I said it. That's who we got. That's interesting. Yeah, that's going to be I, nice. I don't know if it's the same game. So I guess I'm nah, I'm not quite sure if it's the same game. I know for us, for a fact, we literally play the Ravens and the Steelers like every year. So what I've seen at least. So I started thinking about this. I'm a Texas boy. I was going to go and watch week four, Cowboys, Panthers. Been thinking about it hard and deep lately. I was like, man, I told myself a long time ago, the first game that I ever watch in my NFL like life is going to be Panthers. Versus a team that I would like to see, but at Bank of America Stadium. So, I'm thinking about traveling to North Carolina this year to watch my Panthers play in their home. Where I can be part of the keep pounding chance <laughs> and shit like that. Hearing the fucking Panther roar and shit after a first down. I think... I don't think that the Cowboys would do it justice being in the Cowboys stadium. Probably getting the fist fight or some shit. I hear it gets rowdy at NFL games. So I was just like, huh. I mean, it really depends on who you sit around. Because, like, the Cowboys stadium is literally the only stadium I've ever watched a game in. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've always went wearing my Denver Broncos stuff. And only once was the actual Denver Broncos game. So maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. But every time I win, I just got good vibes. And there's some people, yeah, well, you know, after the game, some people, and especially wearing a different jersey, every once in a while you'll get that drunk dude or 
like chick, like just kind of like ah, I lose her, like oh, <laughs> start crying. Oh, They'll be like, go Cowboys, oh. you know what I'm saying? You just gotta, you just gotta take it for what it is and just kind of talk shit back. That's all it is. So what I'm thinking I might do is go watch Carolina at home play the New England Patriots. Dude, See the return be... of Cam and just talk mad shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be that'd be a cool game to go to. You should, man. There's some, there's some bucket list stuff. Be either that or like watching like a rival game, but. Low key, I don't know. I feel like I might actually just go watch the motherfucking Patriots. You think they'll play harder for some reason, or do you think it'll just, you know, just be Cam just trying to get out there and prove it for it? Dude, Cam's petty as fuck. I'm not sure if he knew that, but that boy's petty. Not so I can is. imagine him going back for the first time since we traded him away. What was it last year? It was the first year without Cam, I believe. And I can see that just him just like, oh, I got something to prove. I ain't got to prove it to nobody but myself. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I know your ass is trying to be jealous as fuck out there. Like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Nah, you ain't going to get it this time. You got JC out there, bro. JC going to kill you, bro. Then you got freaking Brian Burns. Golly, Hassan Reddick. All our new linemen. We acquired a new lineman this year, or this couple days ago. I guess just for depth. Carry-on Reed. Karan Reed from the Jacksonville Jaguars. We just oh, really? acquired him like a few days ago. Okay. So Morgan Fox. Freaking everybody out there. Oh, my gosh. I can, I can see it just being... Uh, uh, an ass whooping with our team just winning the shit out of it. And if not, maybe Julio goes to New England. That'll be the... God, that'll be a crazy-ass reunion seeing Cam in Bank of America Stadium and Julio Jones for the first time in Bank of America Stadium in the New Jersey. Yeah, you see him. You see him after halftime. Then you, you then you're gonna get to see number fifty Mac Jones start because he came got benched. <laughs> that is crazy, number fifty. Uh, at first, I was thinking like a linebacker or something. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Damn, that's some shit that they do in soccer. Give a new like youngin striker like, well, fucking weird ass number and shit. I have like fucking forty seven. <laughs> yeah, dude. That'd be a crazy game to go to. That'd be cool, man. You should. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't think of Cowboy Stadium. I mean, it is beautiful. Been there for WrestleMania, but I was like, I don't know. I told myself a long time ago that I would be at Bank of America Stadium for the first time to watch a Panther game. I was like, I should just stick to it and do it. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Uh, really, the only really other thing I had is kind of a shocking thing I found. Did you know Jerry Rice was a Bronco? No, I did not. Wait. No, I did not. 
Jerry Rice was a Denver Bronco, number 19. Really? Yeah, like in his last, later part of his career, I'm pretty sure he was the last team he played with. Ooh, how'd he do? Yeah, he wasn't very good. That's basically is what I got out of it, that he's he's kind of tired of realizing that he was the third and fourth string receiver. So he's just like, he's done. Hmm. But I still thought it was pretty interesting. I was like, really? I do not. You want to nope. you want to no. hear something shocking and interesting? <laughs> Hell you yeah. want to get mind blown? Yes. Imagine on this right now, we're we're out here recording our podcast. It's been almost an hour already. Get oh. a little parched. You want yeah. something to drink? What better to drink right now than a twenty-four ounce tall boy? Of some crisp, clean, cold water out of a aluminum can. Oh, the death! You know about liquid death? Yeah, 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 dude. My supervisor loves that shit. Have you tasted it yet? I haven't. Me either. But hopefully, here soon. Liquid Death, a proud sponsor of the Man With Bands podcast. Are you serious? What you think about that, Pop? Yeah, really? For a first podcast sponsor, if it gets accepted. Wow. It That'd looks like crazy. looks like we might find I was looking through. I was yeah. like, man. I was like, let's see. What what will keep this podcast alive? Live right now. It's like we're 13 weeks strong. Hmm. I think it's time. I told myself after 10 episodes, I'm going to start looking into some sponsorships. Liquid Death on the website. I sent out a pitch, voice, and text. So here soon for all our listeners. And when I say all our listeners, I'm about to take a little maybe two to five minutes little delay right here so for my people in india misuru bengaluru india for all my people in italy rome magion pulsano milan for my yeah. people in brussels belgium we might have our first sponsor liquid death mountain water Oh, it's not 24 ounce. Sorry, sorry. It's 16.9 ounces, but tall boys. So imagine going into your little Yeti cooler. Whatever cooler you got, ice water in it. Imagine some cold ice water coming out of an aluminum can with some little... Get a little, what's it called? Discount code? Get what, 15, 20% off with discount code BANDS? Not available yet, but here soon. And this is the crazy part, man. Did some research. Nationwide. Boise, Idaho. San Jose, California. Phoenix, Tucson, Arizona. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wichita, Kansas. Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Birmingham, Alabama. Detroit, Michigan, 
Columbus, Ohio, Rochester, New York, Ashburn, Dale City, Lake Ridge, Virginia, and the best of them all, our great state of Texas, Odessa, Midland, Pecos, Lubbock, Victoria, San Antonio, Austin, and the Fort Worth, Dallas area. Yeah, Shout out to all of y'all. Thanks for listening. We might have our first sponsor here soon. Liquid Death. If y'all didn't know by now, mountain water, aluminum cans. What can get colder than that? I don't know. What can get colder than that? Oh, wait. Your mouth while you're drinking it. <laughs> That's what. This shit has over two times more electrolytes than Smart Water, Life Water, Aquafina, and has limited edition artwork on both on the bottom of each case. They are nice. Recyclable. Water made by nature, not in a lab. 100% mountain water from the Alps in a tall boy aluminum can. Ah, bars. So hopefully soon we get that pitch received over to Liquid Death and we get our first sponsor. (laughs) That'd be nice. That'd be tight. Some shocking news, ain't it? Very. Did that on the little off time I had earlier. I was like, what? This is great. God, I got to apply. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. And I did it. So hopefully soon we hear back. Dude, that's just perfect timing to, to like if there's a never a better time to just murder your death with some liquid death, it's about this time. It's about to start getting hot. Get in my car after work. I'm like, God, dude. Especially for all the workers out there that have ice chests for work. Ooh. You ain't gotta worry about these these, these oh, uh, what's it called? These plastic bottles. You ain't got to worry about that no more. You just throw this recyclable in the recycle bin. Cold. You can even, after a hard day of work, if you have a shotgun tool, if not, if you have a knife on you, you can shotgun this water right here straight to the freaking gut, bruh. Shit. I'm talking about liquid death. Mountain water. Soon. Very cool. Soon on the yeah. podcast, the man with bands. Damn, sounds like I'm gonna have to buy me a liquid death on my uh, for my road trip tomorrow, man. Shit, me too. You can also one time purchase on their website, and if not, if you ain't about that one time purchase, you can join Auto Death and get a free shirt, and you have a little subscription of water coming to you monthly. Uh, I wonder if we get that get this in the that promotional code works on monthly subscriptions. It should, right? It would probably work on there, and it'll probably work on one-time purchases as well. Let me tie it. That's what I'm saying. I already Promo know some code bands. I can already see it. Yeah, I <laughs> know someone. He awesome. already got one. If you're hearing this right now, liquid death. Supposedly, if it gets accepted this will be the first pitch that we provide y'all with sadly it won't have a promo code by the time y'all are listening to this but for next episode for all our listeners in every 
state that I mentioned and every country that I mentioned. Um, glad to be using the, our promo code. And just in case it is bans and this gets accepted, try that bans promo code, I'm telling you. You will not be disappointed. Yes, sir. Very cool, man. And they also have sparkling water for all you sparkling water fans. Keeping you fancy. Like like a sparkling water with lemon in the morning. Oh, man. Put a little sparkling water, a little lime, a little vodka in there. A little Clamato juice. Hey. hey, you got yourself a nice little watered down Bloody Mary. Death by Clamato. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny with the little sponsors, they're sitting there looking for some murderers. Like, hey, liquid death down to the gut. Let's get it, bruh. Hey, oh, wait, I don't know my Myers either. <laughs> very cool. Right. Very talking. That was a very interesting talk. I was going to say it earlier when we first linked up on the Zoom call, but I was like, nah, this is newsworthy during the podcast, and we might have to have a little pitch out there for y'all. So it's going to be news to everyone, including that man, Mr. Vance, Jordan Bristow. Hell yeah, I'm excited, man. Mm-hmm. Excited like these potential new fights coming up? Hey. Ooh, which so, one? So July 10th, this is going to be a cracker of a fight. It'll be on the McGregor fight, I believe. Ooh, Nico yeah. Price versus Michael Pereira. I seen that. Walter Wade's right there. Nico last fought against Donald Cerrone. They went into a draw. And then Nico, before they uh, uplifted this rule, got caught for weed. So he got banned for like months. So this is going to be his first time fighting since his ban of weed. And now they uplifted the rules so now you can get stoned. And it was heartbreaking to see that. I was like, damn, homeboy's still freaking doing his little sentence. And, but he came back with a cracker of a fight. So that's going to be amazing. July 17th on a fight night card. Yael Rodriguez versus Max Holloway. And if nobody really knows about Yair, I guess that's how you say it, or Yair Rodriguez, everybody knows Max Holloway for putting that beat down on Qatar last time. It was on ABC, and boy was just talking shit, just dodging everything, fucking not even looking at that boy and still connecting with jabs. Like, <laughs> but he got... He got a tough test against Yair Rodriguez, man. That guy. That guy's a brawler, bro. And I believe he is also coming off a little sentence for. I didn't really understand it, so I ain't going to get that deep into it. But it was like saying that you're at one place, but you aren't at that place. And he ended up getting in trouble for that. Made no sense to me. I don't really know about it. I have to look into it. But yeah, it's going to be his first fight since his little sentence. Um,. July 24th, you got the Sanhagen versus Dillashaw that got postponed to this because Dillashaw got cut over the eye with like a headbutt. Then, here soon, in about, what, two, three weeks, 
You got the Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori fight. The rematch, right? Yes, sir. Rematch with them and rematch with this one that went into a draw. So Israel beat Marvin Vittori last time. This one went into a draw. Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. It's going to be for the belts as well. That went into a draw. It's going to be the second time they fight. Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Five round. Was it not a co-main event? It's just, just a fight, actually. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting. So it's going to be three five-round fights. Two of them being the championship, and one being Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. Then you got Mr. Jordan Bristow's boy, Bilal Muhammad, <laughs> versus Damian Maya. That's going to be a good fight, honestly. A really good fight. You got Lil John Jones, Jamal Hill, versus Paul Craig. Light heavyweight bout. They... They say this guy's like a Lil John Jones, Jamal Hill. He's a real good fighter, man. Really, kind of even like resembles him just a tad bit. Prelims, cracker fights. Drew Dober, my boy, versus Brad Riddle. Eric Anders versus Jordan Bristol's boy, Darren Stewart, the dentist. Yeah. You got Lauren Murphy versus Joanne Calderwood. And Mozart. Evoluviv, I can't even say, versus Hakeem Dawudu, aka Mean. Mean Hakeem. And that's the prelims on that June 12 card. So, this upcoming week, we will have no fights. Next week, there are fights, but going to be a little interesting, not that interesting. We'll cover that next week, though. But this potential fight right here, who do you think would win out of Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje? What do you think, Jay Vance? I feel like Gaethje. That's exactly what I think. I think he's going to break the put the uh, break the brakes off Michael Chandler, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Beat the brakes off. <laughs> Get the brakes out of him. Break the brakes, bro. Shit, that boy. That boy's going to be second-guessing retirement after that fight. <laughs> Makes no he, sense. He's thinking like a casual, man. He's a, he's a, he's a uh, plus, right? He's over. Who that is? Gaethje. Yeah, he'll be, oh, he would be, uh, he'll be the favorite. He'd be like, yeah, okay. something. Michael Chandler would probably be like a plus 200 fate, uh, underdog. I don't think that's a smart bet. A lot of people will probably bet on him. Oh, but man. after he got the shit fucking beat out of him 19 seconds in the second round by my boy Dubronx. And now he's saying, oh, Justin Gaethje lost to this guy. And I beat that guy. So I'll really knock that boy out. Like, bro, you're thinking like a casual now, dog. That ain't right. Justin Gaethje. That boy. That boy. That boy's different. I'm going to tell you right now. That boy's different. So I don't think that's a smart fight. I don't think Justin will take it. Because he's so high ranked. I think he's what number one. Number two. 
So I think he's going to wait till he gets a title shot. But if they do make that fight, it has not been made yet. I think Justin Gaethje takes that by knockout easily. So, yeah, it basically covers all the UFC fights that are going to be upcoming. And that June 12 card is going to be very, very good. Okay, ready for it, man. You got any combat news? Oh, actually, here, what is it? Is it next week or is it two weeks from now? Let's check. Two weeks, I think. Two but weeks? Think you know what I'm weeks. talking about? I think so. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's next week. Really? It's, it's, about the... it's on Sunday. That's why it's so different. Uh, uh, yeah. What am oh. I thinking of? I think you're thinking of the Mayweather fight. Yes, sir. It is Sunday, June 6th. Okay, damn. We're coming up real quick. Next week. I do. Logan Paul is looking like a favorite to me. So it looks like next week we might have either a late podcast or we might have an early podcast and just add some things via via Skype, via Zoom, to add on to that podcast that we record, because that is on June 6th. I do not know the time for it yet, but, yeah, we usually record on Sundays, and this time a fight's going to be on a Sunday, so this is going to be record-breaking views on both our podcast and the fight. (laughs) Shit, we might even stream live. Who knows? I might be in Denton, Texas right now (laughs) next week watching this fight live. Hey, it can happen. It can happen. (laughs) He said, don't tempt me with a good time now. Nah, because next week, as you know how we're getting ready for the wedding. Oh, yeah? You ain't going to be there? Some of uh, Davina's friends are coming to, they're going to be staying in Dallas. But she's gonna try on some dresses, and Ooh. then, and then so I'm I'm not gonna go with them obviously. Oh, so, you saying a so fellas I, night out or what? I do need to go look for a good uh, suit shop. Oh, he needs some man to go suit shop. Let's get it. I'm not saying it'd be a great. I'm not saying it'd be just perfect timing, but that sounds perfect it, timing to me, buddy. Especially if we get the liquid death promo code. We could uh, celebrate that together. Have a nice little shotgun of some Wawa. Who knows? Nice Chris Queen Wawa. Might even get a case. Walk around walk around the downtown area of Dallas. Hey, ever tried liquid death? They're like, I don't want to die. I'd be like, take this shot to the gut. And I ain't talking Michael Myers. <laughs> you just give him a nice uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it looks yeah, like yeah. next week I might actually be live from Denton, Texas with that Mr. Bands himself, Jordan Bristow. If everything goes great. Possibilities. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look up, uh, trying to look up these odds here, but I just cannot find this shit. You see that somebody bought four tickets or front row for that fight for eighty four thousand dollars. 
That's a lot of money. That's what? Dollars. That's what? 21,000 each? No. Is that 21,000 each? 84. Golly. 21,000 a ticket for front row, bro. And he bought four of them hoes. Damn, it's celebrity money. The more I watch Logan's vlogs, that's all I've been really watching lately. It's just that boy has a nice editing team, so his vlogs are just amazing. And uh, I usually watch uh, Impulsive podcast. He hasn't really put anything out in a few weeks. But just watching that shit, man, it's like the more I see him do random shit, the more I keep thinking, what if this guy actually does it? But the other day I saw a video of Logan's jab versus Floyd Mayweather's jab. And, bro, if you have not seen that video, Logan's jab looks mediocre compared to Floyd's jab. Floyd's jab, you hear the air whistle, bro. Like, you hear that. Like, dude, experience that Floyd has is unmatchable unmatchable for boxing and just seeing just a jab just a just a simple jab comparison dude logan's gonna have a lot like a hard hard night bro and then just yeah. hearing floyd i mean i just gotta show up there's no <laughs> game plan if i wanted to go one round i'll go run one round if i wanted to go two i'll go two like, just that confidence is on a different level, bro. Maybe that's why the odds are so crazy. What, what do you think Logan Paul or Mayweather's I say are? I say Logan is a plus 1,000 underdog. Oh, damn. That's actually pretty. Uh, it's plus uh, 750. Mayweather's. Oh, okay. How much? 1,600, 16, my bad. 1,600 favorite? Negative 60, yeah. Oh. Imagine putting, yeah. God, imagine putting one Bitcoin on Logan Paul. You get seven and a half back. That's too much, bro. Fuck. How much is it? Uh, can you check on there and see how much it is if Logan wins by a knockout? Oh, like that? Yeah, I think if if anything, it's under props. But I'm yeah, not quite sure. Should have like rounds that you can pick and stuff like that. If it's uh, out right now, I'm not sure though. No, I don't think it is. It was just straight. As far as I could see, it's just straight. Like it just has like the just fight the names. Yeah, it just has the fight lines, and then you just click it, and then it just has the name, and that's it. Uh, Lee, I really want to see what uh, Logan Paul would be. To win by knockout, but like that's, I feel like those odds are like skyrocketed through the roof type shit. Like you wouldn't no. even like, no, like you put one hundred bucks on it and you'll be a thousandaire. But who knows? Sounds like a good time, good time to watch. For he's, <laughs> they have a little interview with a barstool. Floyd did, it was funny. So, the whole world is going to be viewing this. The whole world. What do you say to the guys that have never seen a boxing event in their life? 
It'll be the first time ever watching boxing since the whole world is going to watch. And he thought about it. Tune in. I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> That's all he had to say. Made me laugh. Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I'm going to have to see about trying to... Because you definitely got... What is it, like 50 bucks a pay-per-view? Yeah, about like 60 or something. It's not too bad. Oh, yeah. Then that kind of makes me want to put $10 on it or something. Right? Just, you know, just 75 bucks if you win. It's not crazy, not whatever. It's just like, damn, Jake Paul won. And I won 75 bucks. Holy shit. Boy, Logan. Logan. Logan Paul. My bad. Damn, I'm seeing Logan on this website for plus 800 money line. Ooh. Fifty dollars making a difference. Yeah, I might have to check it. Fifty dollars. Time come. Fifty dollars would get me four hundred. Godly. Do it. Imagine a hundred. Eight hundred. But yeah, that basically covers this nice episode. Of the Man with Bands podcast, your weekly sports forecast. And if everything goes right, we might have our first sponsor. Um, any last comments, Jay Bands? Thank you guys for tuning in. Hey! <laughs> we'll catch y'all again next week, and maybe it'll be a live episode. Coming from Denton, Texas. So till then, we'll see you again next week. Peace. Peace.